0: Listen here, dude, this is the holster, and I'm on the do tread on America. Let's do this, brother. There's nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I am Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shocker around the world. Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry, and John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain David Crockett. I'm Lee. Coming to you from the D Tom Studios in the Free State of Florida, sponsored by Maker's Mark Bourbon. This is Don't Tread America. guys how's everybody doing out there today it is monday july 31st 2023 how's everybody doing out there today hopefully you guys are having a great start to hopefully another great week of being alive on this earth although the the shadows are trying to get us and knock it oh sorry (coughs) don't save it for later don we're just starting the show all right cool all right guys I I I don't even know how to start this show. I I'm so excited for this show, for not necessarily this episode per se, but the show in general, and the show moving forward and my persist <laughs> my persistency of keep on keeping on. You know, although I'm just a dude with a full-time job and a part-time podcast. It's, you know, I've been chipping away, I've been working hard, I've been trying to bring you guys the best information that I could possibly bring without talking about the same old shit that everyone else is talking about. And, uh, I mean, obviously there's times like today, there's times that we have to kind of talk about the stuff that everyone else is talking about. It is what it is. I mean, but nonetheless, uh, we have a listener to the show and he's been listening, uh, for a, for a little while. He's, uh, I don't know, maybe six months, give or take. Been um, listening to the show, maybe maybe longer. I'm gonna say six months because that's about the time he got in contact with me through our website, DontTreadOnAmerica.com. And I encourage you guys to do the same thing: subscribe to the website, don'tretalamerica.com. And you can send me stuff, you can ask me questions, you know, or send me some suggestions or whatever. Now this is an older gentleman. gentleman, and uh, I'll say his first name. I'm not going to say his last name. His name is Eric, and he's uh, lives in Spain via uh, England. And then uh, he's been listening to the show for a little while. He really likes the show. I mean, but <laughs> who can blame him, right? Um, he is a podcast listener. Like I, I, he's a, like I said, he's a little bit older. So I, I, I don't think he works. He's probably retired. And um, so, much like a lot of us, he listens to other podcasts, this one included. And, you know, that's fine. I get it. I listen to other podcasts also. Um, So, a couple of weeks ago, he reached out, sent, you know, he's, he sent an, e, uh, an email to another show. And I'm not going to mention that person's name, that show's name, because, I don't know. I just got the wrong vibes from him, but whatever. And uh, he kind of... We I feel like that person kind of brushed us off like we were fucking crazy. Cool, whatever. You do you, bro. He did it again, sent it to another podcast that he listens to. And I happen to also listen to this podcast. I'm more new to the podcast. I've probably only listened, been listening to it for the last couple of months. Uh, and it's called Macroaggressions with Charlie Robinson. Okay, so Eric... God love them. You know, I don't think nothing about this show. I think I do a good job and I feel like I, I do a pretty good job. I listen to other podcasts and I'm like, okay, yeah, I talked to, I said that and I did that. And okay. And I, I said that before they did, man, whatever, whatever, whatever. I'm just doing this for a hobby, but you know, (laughs) you do stuff and you do stuff and you kind of hope that one day you'll get recognized other than your family or friends or, well, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, You know, whatever. Um, So anyway, so he sends an email to Charlie Robinson and uh, his his uh, show or his shows. Mac he does two shows: Macroaggressions and Union of the Unwanted are his podcast. He has a live radio show that is on Saturday afternoon. Well, in England, it's on Saturdays from three to five. In America, it's ten to twelve. And he's based out of America. Um, the the radio pro uh, network is Live. It's an internet radio show. And then he takes that show and breaks it up into his podcast, so on and so forth. Anyway, so Eric sends out this email. Hey, you should listen to this, this uh, guy. His name's Don. Uh, Don't Train on America, blah, blah, blah. And he sends him one of the shows. I can't remember the first show he'd sent him. And then couple, like a week or two later, he sends them another email. Hey, I really think you guys would do good together, blah, blah, blah. Now, mind you, maybe you've heard of Charlie Robinson. Maybe you haven't. I, I get it. He's not Joe Rogan. I get it. However, his show Macroaggressions just hit over 5 million downloads. Okay? So, <laughs> he's done, I don't know, about 60 more shows than I have and 300 more (laughs) the downloads or maybe more I'm just I don't even know the math on that one so whatever now with that being said Charlie responds to him I've been listening to his podcast he's great I think his podcast is fantastic can you get me in touch with him so me and Charlie have been talking last week and i'm proud to say i don't think i'm doing this out of turn i'm pretty sure it's already been set we're done it's a done deal uh i'm gonna be on his show on august 26th so in like four weeks um which is a saturday i'll be on his live show tnt dot uh tnt radio dot live and then he he will in turn take i'm gonna be on for an hour and then he takes that and puts it on it on his podcast on the Macroaggressions podcast. So, thank you guys. Thank you especially goes goes to uh, Eric because I'm just doing the show. I mean, I guess if I had a little more time on my hands, I would probably be doing the same thing, sending these shows out to to other podcasters that are far bigger than I am. Um, I, I guess my problem is I I'm not one of those kind of people that. Like to self, hey, I'm great, listen to me. You know, I find it refreshing when you have people that I don't know, Eric. I mean, other than our correspondence through email, I don't know him from Adam. You know, he follows me on Facebook and so on and so forth. But um, prior to that, I've never met the man in my life. You know, this is a true fan of the show. He has no allegiance to me other than the show. And I just... I encourage you guys all that these things work. If you listen to the show religiously, okay, and I know I don't have thousands or hundreds of thousands of people that listen to the show, I get it. I'm fine with that. I would love to have hundreds and (laughs) tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of whatever listeners. I would love to have that. I'm not even going to sit here and lie to even say that. I wouldn't want that. But the hundred or so consistent listeners to this show, and most of you guys, I don't know, I don't, I, there's not many people that I personally know that actually listen to the show, family, friends. I mean, I have a few friends that listen to it. Some do, some don't. I don't, you know, it is what it is. I I don't really care because they can hear it from me anyway, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So this is more for you guys that I don't know, Okay. Now, if you guys out there, if you listen to the show religiously, if you're following the show on whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, then you know what I'm talking about. You follow the show. You listen religiously. Okay? Do me a favor. Other podcasts that you listen to, and if they're like-minded podcasts, if they're similar to what I talk about here, maybe it's a show I've never heard of. Do me a favor. Send them an email. Shoot them a tweet. Go on their Facebook. Send them something. Because that really is what makes the difference. When I sit here and tell you guys, whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, please uh, follow the show, give us a rating, and uh, share it. You know, those are the things. And, and it's simple, like you say, well, I, I share it. You know, we'll share it like that. You know, if you have some time on your hands and you listen to uh, Tinfoil Hat with, uh, with um, the guy. <laughs> Fuck, I, I just had a brain fart. Fucking A um damn what the fuck's his name Tripoli Sam Tripoli god bless <laughs> total brain fart because I listened to his show that's why I brain fart but you know send him an email hey listen and the reason I just do his name out because he's part of the union unwanted he's with he does shows with Charlie and stuff like that so I'm hoping this will lead to that which will lead to the next thing which will lead to the next thing and then I'm having people on my show you see what I'm saying that's how this works okay anyway so, just to let you know, like I said, thank you, Eric, and and you guys out there that are listening consistently, that means a lot. Just know, things are happening. I'm going to be on his show in a couple of weeks. Hopefully, that brings in a whole new bunch of people listening to the show, and it grows, and then someone sends it to another podcast and another podcast, and that's how this works. That's what I mean by sharing the show. Share it with your friends. Share it with people that you think need to hear some of the subjects that we're talking about on the show. Also, another way to help the show, guys, visit the D Tom Store. Okay, the link is at the bottom of whatever podcast app you're listening to this on. It's down there. It says D Tom Store. Just click it. Check out the stuff I have in there. I added some more things over the weekend. Um, use D Tom in the promo box. You get ten percent off your total. So please. Check it out. Got a couple t shirts, tank top, got some glasses for the bar, some shorts, uh, some Yeti cups, not Yeti, but those type of cups. And, uh, you know, that'll help me out a lot, you know, with keeping on promoting and keep doing the things that need to be done to make this podcast grow. I'm not doing it to make me money, not doing the show, the uh, store to in- line my pockets. <laughs> it's to help promote the show and grow if I need to buy new equipment and so on and so forth also guys you can follow us on social media media at uh, Facebook Instagram and the ticker talker at don't Trend America follow the show you'll see Eric on on uh, on Facebook he posts a lot of stuff on the page and uh, on the Twitter are we calling it Twitter I don't even know what to call it now Twitter just rolls off the tongue it's like a, a lexicon right we just say Twitter tweet me tweet tweet this and tweet that and i gotta retweet and tweet that and tweet tweety tweet 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 tweet, tweet to tweet right so x you can follow us on exit d tom underscore 1775 or uh if you want to follow me personally it's pcgc underscore 1775 on x <laughs> all right so let's get into the show i want to make this keep this in an hour so here we go so Obviously, what I'm going to talk about today, some of this stuff, isn't breaking news. Okay. We've this uh we've we've talked about Hunter Biden's plea deal getting shit canned. Everyone's been talking about it. What happened? Why did it happen? Who happened? What happened? Da-da-da. Whatever. So watching the news this morning. So I'm off. My new days off now are Sunday and Monday. Um, you might be asking, why are you gonna do the show with Charlie at 10 if if, if it's on saturday and you gotta work trust me <laughs> i'm usually done by eight so i'll be home and i'm gonna be jacked anyway so i'm i'm watching the news this morning with as much open-mindedness as i can possibly watch it i i, I i'll tell you right now watch fox okay now i'm not saying you need to watch fox news i'm not saying that because i've come to the conclusion that any News, Fox, CNN, MSNBC, whoever, they're all full of shit and they have their own agenda. And I think it all circles around basically to cover the same shit. Okay? And all it does is Fox knows its audience, right? CNN knows its audience. MSNBC, NBC, all those, all those, whoever, they know their audience. Okay? I don't watch Newsmax mainly because I don't get Newsmax. Or is it Newsmax? Newsmax. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Um, not dissing them cuz I, I don't watch them. I can't say. I know a lot of a lot of people that were on Fox that have left Fox, or have gone to um, Newsmax. I think Bongino might be going to Newsmax. Um but I don't I don't watch it, so I can't comment on them. I talk talk about the ones we know about. Mainstream media, Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, NBC, all of them, right? Okay. They know their audience. So Fox knows its audience. They're going to tell you stuff. Hunter Biden this, and President Biden that, and Trump this, and and DeSantis that, and and bad, 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 good, good, good. Uh, Republicans rule, blah, blah, blah. So the Republicans are like, yeah, Fox News, right? And then on CNN, they're going to be like, Trump sucks, DeSantis sucks, DeSantis is a racist, and Trump is a crook, and you know, this is all just a bunch of crap to get. Damn, the wind is really kicking outside. <laughs> I'm sitting here doing a show, I just happen to look out the window, and freaking trees are blowing all over the place. Anyway, uh, this is all just a cover to, 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 to shine the light off of uh, Trump's misdealings and blah, 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 blah. blah uh, to Democrats rule, right? That's, that's the media <laughs> in a nutshell, period. That's why I think. The little things that occur, the the constant hunter, 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 hunter. Joe's a crook, Joe's a crook, Joe's a crook. And even Trump, you know, might have did something. Trump might have did something. Trump might have did something. DeSantis is uh, Florida-based uh, educational, blah, 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 is racist. And they're trying to teach kids that slavery was a good thing, which is, is bullshit. I live in Florida. I can tell you right now that it's a fucking lie. Okay? But... That's what podcasting and independent journalists bring to the table. Okay, that's what shows like this. That, if you want to call this more of a right-leaning show, cool. That's fine. I, I consider myself more of a libertarian because I, I question everything. Okay, and um, but there's shows, there's podcasts out there that will sit there and say how evil Trump and DeSantis and Vivek and whoever else is running for president is. Cool. That's that's their money to spend and do their show. I get it. Um, what does it all mean? Anyway, so I'm watching Fox this morning. Wife's getting ready for work. And they're talking about Devin Archer going to testify, of course, behind closed doors to a uh, a committee situation, right? And, you know, so obviously they're focused on Hunter. Oh, my God, I can't believe, you know, Some my wife says. <laughs> Out of the blue. And my wife doesn't really talk a lot about these things. But she watches the news and she listens to the things I say. She doesn't really listen to podcasts, including this one. But she says, how long do you think he's going to live? If I'm a hunter. And I was like, hmm. I've never thought about that. Okay, so here's my thought process. I said <clears throat> before all of this crap started with the plea deal and all this stuff, I, and I still hold to this <laughs> until my wife said what she said this morning. Anyway, that I can personally see Hunter Biding turning on his father. Um, I I explained to my wife this okay if if Biden really wanted to be president why didn't he run after Obama okay now we can have this conversation and you can sit here and argue with me and say oh it's because it was Hillary's turn cool I, I, I get it but he still could have ran now the excuse is he didn't run because he was distraught over his son, Dying Bo, you know, died in 2015. Maybe that's true. Whatever. So there's there's one question. Okay, so fast forward to 2020, he's running for president, right? This is me and my wife's conversation. He's running for president. If I win, I'm only going to serve one term. He says this. Okay, Why? Who runs for president with the sole purpose of only running and only being president for one term? There's not one person in this in this country, in at least modern time, that's run for president and one that didn't have any intention on being a president the following four years. Now, I know Johnson didn't run second time, but he was installed Yada, 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 whatever. In your in our most of our lifetimes, you go back to whatever president was, the first president you recall. Now, I can say Reagan. Now, I know there was a few before him I'm talking about presidents I can recall. Reagan, Bush, Clinton, Bush, Obama, Trump. There's not one of those people that ran for president that won, that had no intentions on being president for eight years they all intended to be there for eight years right so that's where a lot of your questions on him being installed he was put there to knock trump out for four years of trump's presidency it was a constant bashing of russianness and PP hoax that and talking to Zelensky this and this, that and the other thing and phone calls and just whatever. They tried to throw every fucking thing they possibly could at him. And and they knew (laughs) here's the kicker. And this and this kind of goes into the whole this will go into a whole Joe, Joe Biden situation here also. But when Trump was president, they knew. And I say they I'm talking about Congress, Senate, whoever they knew they were never going to be able to actually impeach him and him leave office they knew that was never going to happen why did they know that because you would literally i don't even know what it takes to get fully impeached anymore because the only way that ever is going to happen is if you have a republican president and that the democrats run both houses or if you have a democratic president and republicans own both houses And I think that's kind of the reason why you saw the shenanigans back in 22 um, with the Senate race. Because the Republicans own Congress, right? They knew that was going to happen, but they couldn't let it happen in the Senate. And I think that's why you saw a lot of shenanigans in Pennsylvania and Georgia and stuff like that in Arizona. Because they knew and I keep saying they. You guys know who they is. I mean, you don't know who they is, but you know what I mean by that. They couldn't let that happen because then they knew that everything that's going on right now is happening is going, would lead to a Biden full-fledged impeachment. And you could sit here and say, I wish that would happen. That would be the best thing ever. Would it? Because then you got Kamala. Okay? I'm not I'm She damn sure isn't better than Joe. There's no way. Once again, she's kind of disappeared. So, I think they knew the things that are going on right now was going to happen. And they knew that sooner or later, Biden's going to be impeached by the Congress. Now, what does that mean? It doesn't really mean shit. He's going to be impeached as much as Trump was impeached. Which means he's going to get impeached by the Congress. It's going to go to Senate. Senate's going to turn it down. And we go about our business. Okay? Okay. Just like when Trump was impeached, I think, by the Senate, it went to the Congress and it was turned down. Okay? Twice. So they do these things to have us argue about stuff, no matter what side you're on. Trump didn't do shit, blah, blah, blah. Trump's a crook. He's a criminal. He's a sexist. He's a racist, blah, blah, blah. Biden didn't do shit you know, Hunter's a private citizen. I'm going to get into that too here in a second. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Joe Biden's a crook. He knew everything is sun- and was doing, blah, 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 right? It's just so we can argue with each other. This is all just so we can fucking fight amongst us. They don't... They're all on the same team, guys. <laughs> they're all there. You might have a handful of them that aren't part of the team, but they just, you know, get their offices firebombed when they speak out of turn. You know, see Rand Paul. But, um you it's all a show for distraction and you have to wonder and i've said this to you guys time and time again when a story dominates the media whatever that story is what else is going on now mind you i talked about this um i think it was like two two weeks ago let me see i'm gonna look i'm gonna pull up the old podcast here and and see uh when i talked about it um blah 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 so yeah uh yeah it was a shit about a month ago when i told you guys about the the uh chinese um the stuff man no but the you had the hackers they were living off the grid and they're they're going after substations they're uh they're Hacking uh, systems and stuff. And I told you guys about this. This like three or four weeks ago. Now. <laughs> it's starting to find its way into the mainstream media. Conveniently enough. Um, or shockingly enough I guess I should say. Anyway. I think. This is all just. fodder for us to. Worry about stupid shit. That in the long run. Really isn't going to matter. Just to keep our eyes off the prize. So. I I have this here and I'm going to, I'm going to go through this and, and you guys can understand what I mean by Joe was just put in place. Okay. Even, I mean, this, this goes back as far as, um, that's random. Get a text on my phone. Just says, hi. I don't, just the phone number. Mm, Hi. Anyway, (laughs) Uh, this goes back to when Obama was president, okay? So, even Osama bin Laden recognized that Joe Biden wasn't particularly a bright man. In May of 2012, West Point Counterterrorism Counterterrorism Center released a series of translated, declassified documents um, seized during the U.S. raid that killed bin Laden. In May of 2010... A letter to a colleague, Bin Laden, explained why he was calling for the assassination of then-President Barack Obama. He wrote, Obama is the head of the infidelity, and killing him automatically will make Biden take over the presidency for the remainder of the term, as is the norm over there. Biden is totally unprepared for that post, which will lead the U.S. into crisis. Now, this was in 2010. I think... (laughs) not that i'm praising osama bin laden whatever circle k or racetrack or 7-eleven you're working at currently because i don't think he's dead but nonetheless uh he was right (laughs) now this was 13 years ago right um so although we can't be sure why biden like i was saying decided to not pursue the presidency in 2016 we know that he was grieving the loss of his son um, who had passed away in 2015? He also hacked, or I'm sorry, lacked support from uh, President Obama and other party kingmakers. Whatever the reason, Biden may have thought his vice presidency provided his last opportunity to cash in with his influence. He could line his pockets, and his families leave the White House in January 17. No one would be the wiser. So, a lot of everything that happened with Hunter and Ukraine and China and whoever else in the end of Obama's presidency, 15 through 17. Okay, so, well, he was 16. No, he left in January 17, so 15, 16, whatever. And this was the reason, and I think this is the reason why Joe had no intention on running. Number one, I don't know that he thought he could actually win because I think he knew the deal was it was Hillary's turn, okay? So he's not going to put his name in the hat. He's just going to be VP, ex-VP, and live his life. And the couple of 10, 20, 30 million that Hunter was going to secure for the family would have been enough. You know, between that and then he would have done speaking engagements and whatever. He would have been fine, right? Here's the problem. He kept, Hunter, kept doing the things that he's being accused of doing past that point. Because 16, 17, 18, there was no intention of Joe running for president. There was no thought of that. Until they were like. He's got to run. Because I even asked the question. Now this was before I was doing this podcast. Why didn't Joe Biden run for president? He probably would have won. Not because he's the was the best candidate. Or the best. Uh, the brightest person. In the set. It's because there was so much hatred. For Hillary. I mean hell. Fucking um, Bernie. Bernie. <laughs> almost won the uh, Democratic nominee until they told him to go away. Because no one liked Hillary. Okay? And that's why Trump won, in all honesty. That's why Trump won. I think, in all honesty, I do believe that if Biden had ran in '16, he would have beaten Trump. That's just my personal opinion. Now, yeah, he well, he did in 2020, so of course he would have. No, he didn't win shit in 2020. We all know that that was... Whatever That shit was rigged. I'm sorry. There's no way in hell that this guy got 80-something million votes. There's no way in hell. There's no way in hell. I can't prove it. I get it. I can't prove it. But I just can't even believe that that's true. So, when my wife says, how much longer do you think he's going to be alive? I was like, hmm. wow. And I talked about Joe. I'm talking about Hunter. And... Will he be assassinated? Will he have a drug overdose? And I was like, I my thought process went like this, based on everything I just talked about. I thought that I could see Hunter turning state's evidence, throwing his dad under the bus, because I think, I think this whole plea deal got shit on. Had nothing to do because the judge was a wise person and said, oh, my God, this isn't fair. I don't think that had shit to do with it. I really don't. I'm not shitting on the judge because because she's a female. No, I don't give a crap if she's man, woman, trans, white, black, purple, green. I don't give a shit. I don't care if she's a Republican a Democrat. I don't care. I'm here to tell you right now. The reason that plea deal didn't go through was because Papa Poopy Pants can't keep his mouth shut about running for president again that's not part of the plan joe so now what's going to happen is this your son is going to go to prison or your son or this devin archer be curious to see what comes out with all this because it was behind closed doors and you know he looks like a swarmy son of a bitch (laughs) as it is i was watching him walk into the the committee room but uh I never thought of the death angle, not that, I mean, would Joe, would Joe have his son killed? Or would, I mean, I I don't know. I mean, just asking a question here. Just asking a question. The, the thing about it that made me interested when she said this was, it, it makes sense. If there is a faction that wants Joe to be president for four more years. Other than Joe, then you're gonna need Hunter to go away. Okay. Now, if Joe's just speaking out of his ass because he thinks he's something that he's not, then Hunter's fine. Or will quote-unquote they get to Hunter and say, "Look, here's the deal, brah. We are either gonna Epstein you." or are you going to keep your fucking mouth shut go to prison <laughs> no it's not going to be like that we're going to need you to talk we're going to need you to implement your dad because we can't have him be president again they can't kill Joe they, whoever they is cannot kill Joe they, They've they've used that one too much they can kill Hunter because they can cover that up drug overdose, right? That would be easy to do. Or they don't really want him dead. I mean, because I think two things can happen here. If if Hunter were to have a drug overdose, that obviously could send a message to Joe, right? Now, we could think Joe's a heartless son of a bitch and didn't really really care about Hunter or anyone else for that matter, or heh, look, we killed your son; he's dead. Now you're going to go ahead and be distraught and not run for president anymore, so we can get Gavin Newsom in place. Uh, I'm not running for president. Why in the fuck are you uh, campaigning? Why are you might not quote unquote campaigning, but you're touring the country talking to people? I just thought it was interesting that she brought up that perspective and it wasn't that she was like i hope they kill him i can't believe they haven't killed it's not even like that she's like i wonder how long he's gonna live (laughs) i really never even gave that much of a thought i'm I'm assuming this guy's either going to turn state's witness and throw dad under the bus or he's going to go to prison and dad's going to bail him you know um pardon him right I, you know, either one of those are very great possibilities. Now with this Devin Archer testimony, it kind of throws a wrinkle into the thing. Obviously. Here here's my thing about his testimony. <laughs> What's the point? You're gonna go in there and testify, or whatever. I don't he's I don't know the terminology. He's gonna go in front of the committee. And say whatever he says, whether he's in there bashing Hunter, and Hunter did this, and Joe did that, and Joe knows this, and Joe knows that, um, and that remains to be seen, but if, um, the fact of the matter is, Devin Archer's a convicted felon who's going to prison for, what was it, bribe, or uh, something with a, uh, with a tribe, I, th- I think in new york uh, he like uh, swin- swindled amount of some money somehow or another i don't know the details of that case but whatever so regardless of what he says to this committee it's not getting him off of charges so it'll be interesting to find out what was said because i never trust a criminal because there's obviously a- an ulterior motive for them saying whatever they're going to say but um I think the biggest focus is now is, depending on what news media you watch, it's this is going to lead to an impeachment of Joe Biden, which really isn't going to lead to shit. Yeah, I know McCarthy come out and says, we're going to start an impeachment inquiry. Okay, whatever. I don't really give a shit what McCarthy says. I don't care if Congress actually goes through impeachment hearings and impeaches the motherfucker. I don't care. Because in the grand scheme of things, it's just going to go to the Senate and get shit on. Unless, I guess, the third wrinkle. This is part of the plan. We go ahead and impeach him. Like, legitimately impeach him. And he could actually be the first president to be fully impeached and kicked out of office. You put Kamala in there for a year... You get Trump, DeSantis, Vivek, whoever wins the Republican side. You get no one's really... Well, I mean, you got RFKJ running on the Democratic side, but I don't think there's really anyone else of note that's actually running. So, surely, you would have Newsom declare. You would probably have Kamala declare. Um... It might be too little too late, uh, because I think Biden might have his hands full with Robert Kennedy in itself. Um, but when it when it comes to these things, and when it comes to po- politics and telling on whoever, and this is you know what makes me curious about Devin Archers, whatever he had to say. So last year, there's Ukrainian diplomat diplomat who warned uh, about Hillary Clinton and Hunter Biden, right? He came out uh, last year who uh, exposed corrupt Hillary Clinton and Hunter Biden networks uh, and who warned Americans about Russia agent of influence is now on what appears to be an assassination list. After years uh, for working with the Obama White House and the Clinton-aligned lobbying firm working for the Burisma Gas Company, this guy, who I'm not even going <laughs> to... Andrei <Tellizinko, laughs> uh became a source for Senate Republicans in 2019 and 2020. He ex- helped expose the sum of Hunter Biden's corrupt dealings in Ukraine and their dangers to American national security policy. This guy, <laughs> Telezinko had been one of many witnesses who provided evidence to joint Senate committee investigations of Hunter Biden, the Burisma gas company, and corruption impacting U.S. government policy. Televinko revelations prompted Senate Democrats to accuse him of being a Russian disinformation agent and ultimately for partisan bureaucrats to trick the Trump administration into sanctioning him as a Russian asset. In the last days before Biden took office, two of Telezinko's accusers, Senator Richard Blumenthal and Chris Van Hollen, pushed uh, pushed the Russian disinformation in the discredited Steele dossier. Now, the wrongful partit- uh, partisan action was used to put Telezinko on what many Ukrainians consider a kill list. This list appears on a website that Ukrainian ultranationalists use to dock and tra- docks and tracks people uh, they consider to be pro-Russian Ukrainians understand it to be a kill list in the event of armed conflict with Russia. So this guy is on a kill list because of Hunter Biden or Joe or all of the above. So, so ends the discussion on Hunter and Joe. I just, I just thought it was interesting that my wife actually said that. And I never really thought, I never thought about that. And and it makes it interesting. Now, I I have another story here. I'm going to skip it real quick. I'm going to come back to it because I want to to talk about Hunter Biden some more. (laughs) Aww. So, last week, you had Robert Kennedy Jr. Okay? Come out and say he was denied Secret Service protection. Now, I was curious about this when I first saw this story. And I was like, well, usually presidential candidates don't get... um, secret service protection until like okay for example trump was was president right when he was running for re-election when when it came down to biden now this might be a bad example because probably priority had secret service protection as being an ex-vice president so let's let's go back even further let's go back to when hillary and by and and uh trump were running okay now hillary probably had secret service protection being a first lady da 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 but, uh, well, being a First Lady plus Senator plus, I think she was, well, at, not at this point, but she had been Secretary of State and so on and so forth. But anyway, um, Trump, I don't think he got Secret Service protection until he was the nominee. Okay, I think once he was a nominee or at least the top guy going into the Republican uh, convention, he then he finally got... Secret Service protection. He probably had his own security, but that was like personal. But he, once he was named, he was he had gotten the uh, protection. So that was the argument. So RFK comes out and says, you know, I was denied, um, and a lot of people are like, well, you know, you're not even significant. You know, you're you're running against the the president. You know, but. He checks the boxes. Now, granted, he's still a, a solid year plus out from from the election. Now, he's, well, I shouldn't say plus. He's probably, I don't know when the Democratic National Committee is, but or convention is, but he's eight, ten months from that. Now, however, <laughs> being a uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., whose father was killed himself, Running for president. Whose uncle was killed while president. Probably garners maybe some sort of protection. Especially since he's running for president. And he's actually polling at 20 something percent. Uh, when when Robert Kennedy was just an attorney for Morgan and Morgan. And he was just doing his thing. Suing Monsanto's and whoever else. He probably didn't need any kind of protection. Even though he was a Kennedy. Or is a Kennedy. Um, Now probably probably does now he he's doing this or he's asking for it because supposedly i mean his word i guess is receiving a ton of death threats now probably probably should have some sort of protection um but the biden uh <laughs> it's not biden it's was what it whatever his name is myorkas um, turning him down for for whatever reason, saying that he's not a credible uh, candidate. You know, it's too early. Da da da. So, I was curious. When do presidents or presidential candidates get um, secret service protection? How how far in advance or or whatever? Does it matter? And, it, and here's the difference. So, so when Barack Obama was running for president, now this is back in February of 20, uh, 20, 20, 000, t- 2007. So, you know, in Illinois, he gave his speech and said, I'm running for president, right? In addition to the rallies, media experiences, and normal campaign events, Obama experienced what every presidential candidate should expect, threats. For Senator Obama, the historic nature of his campaign had increased efforts for those threats so much so that in early April of 07, Senator Dick Durbin undertook the uh, cause to ensure his fellow junior senator received protection. By May of 07, Senator Obama was approved for Secret Service protection um, by the Secretary of Homeland Security, making the first time in history a presidential candidate received Secret Service protection almost two years prior to the presidential election. So, at the same time, the prospective opponent, 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 Senator John McCain, declined. Um, I guess he declined Secret Service protection until almost a year later. He wasn't declined, but he declined. Uh, whatever. I give two shits about John McCain. But the point being is this. Here you had Obama running for president, first black man, not first black man running for president. He was the first black president. So I don't want to say that he was the first black man running for president because, you know, I think Jesse Jackson did a while, you know, a few years back. And uh, he was given protection because he was threatened, probably, I would assume, because of his race and whatever. Okay. Two years prior to the even presidential election, we're only a little more than a year out from the presidential election, let alone the the nomination phase of of this whole thing. Um, plus, this guy, Robert Kennedy, says the things he says. Surely he's ruffling a lot of feathers, oddly enough, from his own party. I mean, I'm sure there's not a whole lot of Demo- uh, Republicans out there saying when Robert Kennedy shut his fucking mouth, we're going to kill him. I'm sure that's not the case. It's probably coming from the left, oddly enough. Which is why you hear a lot of people saying, including me, that don't be surprised that whoever wins the presidency on the Republican side, and with the assumption that Biden wins on the left, that you don't see Kennedy possibly... I mean, as strange as this is going to sound, would Trump take him in? Now, it's already been said that that wouldn't happen, and he said, I wouldn't do it, and he said, I wouldn't do it, but we know politicians lie, so we can't say that that's fact. I personally could see Trump not doing that, or DeSantis, or whoever else. Um, I can't sit here and speculate. I mean, there's a lot of speculation between Kerry Lake or Kristi Noem trying to get a female vice president. I honestly think that doesn't matter anymore. I think the ship has sailed. You got Kamala in there. You don't have to count how to the, to the, the woke mob and have a female vice president. You don't have to do that. I mean, if whoever it is and our female are deserving, then so be it. Fine. Cool. Whatever. Um, I would rather personally want whoever the president is or whoever the, at least the Repu- Republican nominee is, to have a strong vice president when was the last time we've had a president with a strong vice president i mean as much as i hate the man i would have to go back and probably say uh reagan with bush because he (laughs) he, he was diabolical but um he was who he was he was a strong vice president. He was... He had a name behind him. Um, so what did you have after Bush? You had Clinton. Was Gore. Eh. I don't know that he... I don't think he was necessarily a strong vice president. He was stronger than some others. He was stronger than... Uh, <laughs> who was uh, Bush's uh, fucking... Uh, I can't even think of his fucking name, but he was a numbnut, couldn't spell potato or whatever, right? And then, um, who did Bush Jr. have? Who was his vice president? Was it Cheney? Yeah. So, you know, that was was put there. I don't think he was necessarily a strong vice president. It's been a while since we had a real strong, and I would say even go back further than Bush as far as someone that was a good vice president, that you could see this person being president. Now, uh, the last vp to to be a vice president and then become a president was Bush so it just doesn't happen like it used to you know 50 60 100 years ago i would like to see a strong president and i don't know that these people exist anymore because i' I've, I've i'm really holding on to false hope that that there's still a good person out there i don't know that that exists i really don't i don't know Um, you hear Trump say the things he says and you're like, yeah, you hear DeSantis say some of the things he says and you're like, yeah, you hear Vivek say the things he says and you're like, hell yeah. And you hear Kennedy say the things he says and you're like, yeah, yeah. But you know, the thing that worries me about him is his stance on guns and certain things. Now, mind you, of all the candidates, right or left, as far as opposing guns, he probably has the best case to do so. Um... Now, he has come out and said that if he were elected president, he would not ban guns. He would not ban, go after any specific type of guns or try to ban guns in general. He did, however, say that if legislation was put in front of him banning guns, he would sign it. So, not that I could imagine that would ever happen, but there is that. Okay? So, you got to keep those things in mind. That's a lot of times I think about when people talk about Tulsi Gabbard. I think she would be a a strong vice president, but there is that. She's not a fan of guns. Okay. So, um, does RFKJ deserve Secret Service protection? I'm going to say yes, and this is why. As much as the media wants to argue that... And when I say media I'm going to talk about the left media the CNNs MSNBC and those guys I want to sit here and lecture the right about how Hunter Biden's issues or Hunter Biden's issues he's a private citizen even Korean diversity hire says this he's a he's a private citizen what he does has nothing to do with the president cool I can get on board with that because every president before this one has had a child in the White House. I shouldn't say every, but I'm, when I say every, I'm talking recent times. And it never fails that you always have that one kid or that brother. So I think what with Clinton's, it was the brother, right? Um, Hillary's, whoever's brother, was a pain in the ass. And then you had the Bush girls who were like partiers, and Obama's kids, or the kids that they had there that played to Obama's kids, anyway you never really heard much about them other than the video of of uh hunter banging the shit out of one of them doing coke off her ass i think was the story i heard <laughs> what <laughs> what <laughs> you guys didn't hear about that one? Oh shit okay i have to bring that to you next next time but uh <laughs> but uh for the most part you know what i'm saying you, you always had that child but it was kind of like, and eh, their kids whatever this this guy is not a kid. He's like almost. You know, I think he's my age, <laughs> right? He's not fucking twenty. Okay, he's a grown ass man uh, who lets you know all about the things he wants to do and does. But this guy gets Secret Service protection. Hell, he went he went to court the other like a week or so ago. Had fucking what was it? Ten fifteen car fucking entourage of 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 service taking him to wherever he was going. Does the the son of the president need that kind of protection? Should he have any detail? Yes, I agree. I think the children of the president should have a detail. Should the child of the president have a 20... Or I, I know, I just increased it. A 15-car fucking Secret Service entourage? No. And if he does, then why can't you give Robert Kennedy throw him a bone and give him some some service. That's kind of my point. There's no way in hell Hunter needs that much protection. Unless you're protecting him from himself. You see what I'm saying? That if RFKJ is having... Actual threats. If he can say, "Look, here's the paperwork. Here's the threats. Here's the detail. Here's this. Here's that. Oh, by the way, plus my name's fucking Robert Kennedy Jr. and my dad was killed doing the same fucking thing. Oh, and my uncle, when he was president, he was killed by you motherfuckers, right? So he's got a little bit something to talk about and a leg to stand on when that when it comes to that. So I get it. Give him a detail. You don't want to give him a detail. Because you're scared. If everything's on the up and up, if if Joe has nothing to do with Hunter and Hunter is a crook and he's on his own and this has nothing to do with Joe, if everything's legit in fairy tale land, the only reason you're not given RFKJ protection is because you're scared. Period. All right, two things real quick. So last week, Rand Paul came out said he wants to throw Fauci in jail. A day later, his office in Kentucky gets burnt down to the ground. Okay. <laughs> Senator Paul comes out the other day, says, uh, I wanna in, I want to uh investigate the tens of billions of US dollars taxpayer money that's been given to Ukraine. I need to know why, where, when, how, why. He was turned down. Okay. So he's he's over two today. Boom, hits it out of the park. Rand Paul officially uh, announces official criminal referral email shows Fauci's COVID testimony was a lie. Now, I'm not going to read the story because that's the title kind of tells you everything you need to know. Here's the deal. He sent the referral to the DOJ. Do you honestly think in the world of hell that the DOJ and uh, Merrick Garland is going to prosecute Dr. Fauci? Nope. Not going to happen. That's the whole point. You see these you see these um, testimonies, you see these committee hearings, you see this and you see that. Nothing can ever actually happen to that because the Congress and the Senators, they don't have arrest powers. They don't have the power. All this is is a show for the American people to sit there and say, yeah, he's full of shit. She's full of shit. On well, whatever side of the alley you're on. Him sending this to the DOJ is a big deal. The deal is, though, huh, nothing's going to happen because... They don't care. So, in closing, guys, not that you should be totally heartbroken by what I'm about to tell you, and that's fine if you're a heartless son of a bitch and you don't care about our youth, you sons of bitches. I've got a little bit of bad news. This broke just as I was getting ready to record, so I figured I'd let you know about it. All right. Pee-wee Herman. Paul Rubens, dead at age 70. Died last night uh suffering from cancer. So uh you know, <laughs> Paul Rubens had his ups and downs <laughs> through life. I'm sure you guys if you're in my age range, you probably watched Pee-wee Herman show on Saturdays. Probably saw the Pee-wee Herman movie, was it? The Pee-wee Herman Big Top Adventure whatever. You know, he was in different movies. He was in The Doors, for those of you that didn't know. Good movie. Anyway, Pee Wee Herman, Paul Rubens, dead at the age of 70. So, with that being said, God rest Paul Rubens. And uh, hope everything works out for him in the afterlife. And pray for his family. And uh, guys, with that being said, guys, please... Whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, please follow the show, share the show. Uh, clap for the show because we're moving on. We're moving up. Hopefully, hopefully this is going on the Charlie Robertson show and going on macroaggressions is one step to many more to come. Guys, help me out. Whatever podcast app you're on, check out the bottom, look for the link DTom store, click it, check it out, help this help the show out Buy something. And, uh, guys, follow us on social media at Don't Tread on America on Facebook, Instagram, and the Ticker Talker. And on the Twitter, X Machine, X we're going to, yeah, we'll call it the X Machine. Uh, it's DTOM underscore 1775. And if you want to follow me, it's PCGC underscore 1775. If you're not on social media, that's fine. You can check us out at com, And uh, from there, you can access all and everything that I have available, including the DTOM store. You guys have a fantastic Monday, and I'll talk to you again on Wednesday.